Hey kids, this is me as a robot. We're back with another super great, super dynamic episode of our World's Famous. We're going to talk about trading cards. I got another pack of non-sports trading cards. We're going to open. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to just like, I don't know, man. It's going to be great. Uh, Grandmaster Grandpa, drop the beat. Okay, I see robot. I am on the tech 12. This is one time for your mind. The world's famous IC Robots show. As we enter the Jupiter moon base, IC Robots is in the cafeteria queue, having forgotten his lunch at home on the kitchen table. What a day, man. What a day so far. I find out the job's super hard. I get this weird new uniform. I don't even get to say hi to Iceberg. And then to top it all off, I forgot my lunch at home. Dude. Just what a day. At least, uh, at least I'll you know, get a nice slice of that Pooptronics pizza that they that they have up here. The rest of the food's not so great, but that Pooptronics pizza is dynamite. Let me out. What can I get for you? Yeah, one slice of uh, Pooptronics pizza, please. No, we have no pizza. We do not serve foods that are acidic. They can upset your stomach. We have Pooptronics brand food. Cubes. Are you kidding? Those, that pizza was delicious. You guys don't serve that anymore? What? We have no pizza. What did you say? What is a Pooptronics brand food cube? Pooptronics brand food. Cubes are nutritious cubes of protein derived from the mundus removed from the vents of the computers here on the base. They are sprinkled with a delightful vegetable flavored powder. Best of all, they now come in gray and also brown. So, hold on. They are protein cubes made from computer lint and they come in gray and they also come in brown and they're sprinkled with what like garlic powder or something like that how is that supposed to be good it is good in the way that if you eat them you will not starve because you are receiving sustenance that continues the flow of calories into your body so would you like gray or brown i, I don't know surprise me brown it is Let's return to Earth. Let's open a pack of weird trading cards. Yo. Back when I was in high school, and even like much after high school, Yo! TV Raps was like a major part of my life, dude. It was on in the afternoon, and then it was on again at night. And I would often tape both, and then just like watch them again. And if I was home, I would record them, and I would, I would make tapes of like all the best videos. Uh, if I had the time to select them, I would make these mixtapes of all the best videos. I still have some of those, which is... Which is pretty cool, but, uh, Yom TV Raps was huge, dude. It was like, it was like, started off as this kind of one-time-a-day thing, and then it moved on to, like, multiple times a day, all through the week, with, like, weekend episodes and stuff, all of them hosted by, like, Fab Five Freddy, all of them hosted by, like, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. Not the Dr. Dre from L.A., the Dr. Dre from New York. There's, there's a big difference. There was... There was, like, all kinds of, like, Yom TV Raps merchandise at the time, I remember, like, things like, mostly, like, fashion things, like, shirts... And jackets and, like, hats and bags and things like that. But they also came out with a set of trading cards. And let's take a look at the, uh, 
This was in 1991. I was a, uh, I was in high school at the time that these came out. I remember buying, like, I bought all, I gotta quit swinging those around. I apologize. It's making some kind of a weird sound. But I used to buy, like, tons of these, man. I don't even, I don't even remember where I got them now that I, I think back. Did I get them at, uh, the comic book shop or did they carry them down at the 7-Eleven or, like, maybe even both. Maybe I got them at Cooperstown here, uh, in Rick Valley, the old comic shop. I, I cannot recall, but I do know that I had, like, I had, like, packs and packs of these, and I even have, like, tons of them lying around today. Let's, let's grab the Vidal Sassoon brand scissors. I dedicated the Switchblade to Arthur Fonzarelli, so I thought I should also dedicate this to the uh, most famous hairstylist of all the time in space, Vidal Sassoon. So I've cut open the cards. We're gonna open these up in a sec, but first, let's, let's take a look. I had a Yo! MTV Raps cards checklist up on here the other day, and I was trying to see what, uh, what the gist of this set was, and it seemed like it was like, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. There's like 25 different artists in the card set. And some of the artists have like five cards, five different versions of their cards. And some only have like one or two. Like there's like six LL Cool J cards, but there's only two Slick Rick cards. There's like two third base cards and also four Tone Low cards. Vanilla Ice gets five cards. The, uh, the YBT, shout out to Gino Vega, gets two cards, and so on and so forth. The entire set is 100 cards, and I did like a quick, like a little bitty eBay search to kind of figure out which of these cards, if any, were like super desirable at this point. And the one that I saw that was the, uh, the most valuable card in the set was, where is it? It's not even on the... Oh, here it is. I made a giant mistake, and I'm going to rectify this mistake now. There are actually two pages of cards in the set. So the card set is, in fact, 150 cards with, like, the same things going on for the second page as there are the first, you know. Some have five or six. Some only have one. But the one that I see that is most valuable is card number 124 of uh, KMD. KMD was causing much damage. No gas face for KMD. No gas face for KMD. No gas face for KMD. They were like this uh, subset of third base. They kind of spun off from third base from like the native tongue family also as well. But uh, the thing that makes this card valuable is a an MC that goes by the name of MF Doom. Rest in peace. We reminisce over you. MF Doom was in KMD. So card number 124 is considered the rookie card of KMD's founder, MF Doom. That's a great card. That's the one we're looking for. I saw people selling this one for like 50, 60 bucks if you get it graded, but I, I don't know about all that, but it is a, it is a cool card. Let's pop this one open and see who we got. The first card we got is MC Hammer. Then we got LL Cool J. Then we got Public Enemy. We got Stetsasonic. That's a good group. I like Stets. We got Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. Run DMC, Bell Biv DeVoe. Bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> now you know. Yo, slick blow. Digital Underground, Eric B. and Rakim. Then we got an instant winner card and also Fab Five Freddy. So we didn't get the KMD card in this pack, but let's, uh, let's see what we did get. We got this public enemy here. This public enemy is number, uh, 
It's number 65, not the rookie card of Public Enemy. Let's find this one here. This is number 32. That is, in fact, the rookie card of uh, Fab Five Freddy. The rookie card is going to be the one that's the lowest number. Then we got Eric B. and Rakim, number 28, not the rookie card. Digital Underground, number 18, nope. Bell Biv DeVoe, number uh, 2, not even. We should have figured out number 2 is not going to be the rookie card. Then we're going to have to go to the second page. We've got card number 67, Run DMC. Uh, and that is, in fact, why am I having a hard time here? This is, in fact, not the rookie card. Dr. Dre and Ed Lover, card number 19. Let's... Let's see who that's their rookie card. So we got Fab Five and Dr. Dre in the same pack. So Stetsasonic, they're number 73. That is the first card, the rookie uh, of Stetsasonic. Stetsadaddy-o. He did this cool song called Brooklyn Bounce. Then we got number 50, Cool J. That is going to be, in fact, not the rookie card of LL Cool J. That's number 48. Then 56, which is also not the rookie card of MC Hammer. So the only rookie cards we got in this set, we got Fab Five Freddy, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover, and Stetsasonic. I can't imagine any of these three having any kind of interesting value nowadays. Stets is kind of a, they are sadly kind of a forgotten group, which is unfortunate. They had a lot of great songs, really cool. Dr. Dre and Ed Lover have also kind of drifted into the, uh, into the ether of public consciousness. Same with Fab Five Freddy. Each of these guys are like legendary hip-hop figures, but they have sort of folded into the, uh, the time and space of forgottenness. Overall, this pack is a little bit of a clunk, but it's still kind of cool to see all these hip-hop luminaries on a cardboard. I bought a few of these. I bought a couple of these. Let's, let's, uh, let's count. I got one, two, three. I bought a pack of five of these off a guy on eBay. They're only like $7. Like $7 ship. So you can still get these affordably. If you get that KMD card, you're doing all right. You may be able to flip it if you're into such a thing. I, myself, I would keep that. That's like, that's like a Hall of Fame great card to me. MF Doom is one of my all-time faves. Let's uh, let's move forward in the show. This was fun. I enjoy opening these cards, man. There's so many weird and wacky trading cards out there. I, I don't know where this could ever end. Let's uh, let's jump forward and then we'll be back. Eat Puponics brand food cubes. They are sufficient for nutrition and calories, and have a delicious fruit and/or vegetable flavoring sprinkled on top. Pooptronics Brand Food Cubes, available at the Wawa, Merv's Little Super and the small store over by the school. Pooptronics Brand Food Cube. Yo. Charge it. Charge it. This week in Japanese League Baseball. 19-year-old lefty Hiroya Miyagi of the Buffaloes no-hit the Giants in nearly seven innings, striking out 13 Giants to lead his team to a 3-1 win this Wednesday. Braden Laird, who finished interleague play with a 3.75 average, hit a game-winning home run in the bottom of the eighth to lift the Chibalate Marines to a 2-1 win over the Yakult Sparrows. Buffalo's ace, Yoshinubi Yamayoto, was perfect through seven innings and fanned 15 Hiroshima Carp. His counterpart, Ricky Haruki Omichi, also had a no-hitter going through five innings, but Buffalo ultimately won 4 to nothing. That is this week in Japanese League Baseball. This is the world's famous... I see robots show. We built this city. We built this city on getting 
welcome to We Built This City on Getting Swole, the part of the show where we talk about uh, working out and where we only care about two things, our freaks and our peaks, our freaks being the lovely women in our lives, our peaks being representative of our uh, good health and fitness. I, I've been doing pretty good, quite honestly. I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, I've been going to the gym pretty regular. I'm going three days a week. I only missed one day in like the past month, and that day was because I had hurt my back. I just could not do it. I didn't wimp out as far as like, as much as I pulled myself out of the lineup. But I was, I was over there the other day, you know, just getting ready to do some hanging and clanging. I uh, usually go after work, when the wife gets off work, we'll go together. And I have like, I have like this rotation of machines that I do. And it varies, right? The machines vary. I don't do the exact same ones in the exact same order. It's kind of whatever, whatever strikes my fancy that day. But the... The way that I started off always stays the same because I start by the machine that's nearest where we leave our bags and leave our water bottles. This machine is a machine known as the hack squat machine. It's like this it's like this seated squat gimmick. You you push weights and you you squat up. It stinks. It's it's hard. I don't like it. It hurts my legs. It makes makes it hard to walk during the week, but uh you know, all pain, no gain, right? Isn't that what they say? But I, I do that, and then I do this other machine. And then when I when I went to do the other machine, the peg that you use to adjust the seat was missing, and the seat was, like, all the way up. Like, you'd have to be, like, seven inches tall to use the machine at this height. But the, the, the peg was missing, so I went and I asked my guy, Cool Kyle. I'm like, Kyle, dude, do you know where the, uh, the peg for this is? And he's like, hold on, I think we have, um, we have some spare pegs. Just in case this ever comes up. Not square pegs. Spare pegs. And he, he looks through the door, spare pegs. And he tries out a couple different ones. And, like, none of them work. And then he kind of looks around the gym a little bit. I see him. He, like, looks under things. Maybe, like, it rolled away or something. He's he's put it in a good effort. My guy, Cool Kyle, is uh, he's legit, dude. He's the real deal. He could do, like, six pull-ups. I've seen him do it. He jumps up there. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's great. He can do that. He can do, like, the bench press and stuff. Dude, dude's great. Dude's awesome. But, uh, he had no luck finding the, um, the peg for the machine. And, like, this was a day where, like, I didn't want to go in the first place. Like, I didn't want to go. I just was not into it. I was grouchy. We all have those days where we're just, like, we're too much Oscar the Grouch to go and contend with the world. But I, I felt bad, and I didn't want to go. And then when I got there, I did my hack squat. And I, I tweaked my knee, right? Like, I tweaked my knee, my knee kind of hurt, and that annoyed me. And then when uh, we couldn't do the machine I wanted a second, I was like, that's it. I'm out. I'm bouncing. So I left. I walked home. I tapped out. I quit. That was the other time I failed at the gym. I got the one time where I just didn't go because I was hurt. Then I had another time actually factually where I, I wimped out. So just uh, be aware that, like, wimping out is a normal part of everything. Not going down there is a normal part of everything. But, uh... You want to go as much as you can. What I do is, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this when I was at the the gym doing my machines. I'll do like this machine and that machine. I'll go back and forth. Like I'll do one leg machine. Like for example, the hack squat machine. Then I'll move over to the shoulder machine. Then I go back to the hack squat and I'll do like three rotations of that for like three sets each. And then I'll move to like two other machines. Like one upper body machine, one lower body machine. And I'll do like sets of that quickly like I'll do them quickly to get my heart going and I'll rotate around through the gym and do that and I I started thinking about like where did I learn how to do this why is this how I naturally like do the uh, the weight room and I I think it's because back in the 80s back at Rinkin Valley Junior High when I was a young sprat they had a pretty good weight room believe it or not they had a pretty decent weight room with a lot of stuff in it and they would 
they would give us like this weight training segment like once, twice a year sometimes if you were lucky because it was it was pretty fun, but we would do that, and the way they, they showed us was, like, this circuit training style, like, that I'm talking. They're like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do them all quickly, then do it again, right? Like, go around the machine. Like, we had one of those big machines that had, like, 10 or 15 different exercises all in it, like a pull-down, a leg press, all those different things, you know, with, like, the wires and the pulleys and whatever, the big, the big center of the gym. We had that, and they would just, like, run the cycle, run the circuit, do it, and I still... That's how I do weights today. I still do the circuit because we did it that way in junior high, the twice a year segment. And we also did it that way in high school when I was at Santa Rosa High and we had like a small weightlifting segment. We did it the uh, the circuit training style. I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Just kind of like nail down where that came from because that is the style of how I do the gym. I do it circuit training style, and it's been pretty effective so far. I think because you like you get your heart pumping. You're doing some lifting, so you got like the two things at once. I don't really generally do cardio. I'm just like not into it. I don't really want to ride the bike. I don't really want to run on the treadmill. I go for walks with the dog. I go for hikes. You know, I go out deep into the woods like my man Gino Vega. I go deep into the woods and I explore. So I, I get off my feet and I move around a lot. But I try to use the circuit training as a uh, as my cardio. I sweat, dude. It's hot right now. It is hot. And they don't they don't have any kind of like... They don't have any air conditioning in the gym of any sort. Like, none. Like, zero. Nothing. They got some fans. They got some big fans, so we'll go in there, and we'll hang and clang, and then by the time we're done, we're dying. Like, my my, my hat. My hat is, like, soaked with sweat. My Oakland A's hat gets soaked with sweat. My loyal hat soaked. My shirt soaked. Everything soaked. I stink. Let me, let me ask you what you think about this. I'll go down there, I'll do the sweat, I'll come home, I'll stink, and then I'll have to go take a shower, right? I take a quick shower, we're having like drought issues in California, I'll take a quick shower, I also do this, I do a shower standing with my legs in buckets, like each leg is in a bucket so the water runs down, fills the bucket, we can use the bucket on the plants, water conservation tip for anybody out there in California, anybody out there in the world, actually, but uh, I had to take the quick shower, and then I started thinking, why don't I take a shower at the gym? Like, I could go there, I can use their water, it could be their water bill, and their whatever. It would give me less water for the plants, but it'd also be spending less water at the house, which is always a perk, right? I'm already paying for the gym, and part of that gym fee includes a shower and stuff. But, I've never, not, never, not even ever once taken a shower at the gym. Never in school, never in high school, or whatever. Say whatever you want about me, dude. The idea of prancing around naked in the shower with a bunch of other people just was not my jam. It's still not my jam, but... At the gym, they have, like, these segmented showers. You know, they're, like, little shower stalls. And I'm thinking maybe, maybe if I can get the courage up, I will go in there and take a shower. I don't know. I'll probably just end up continue taking them at home like I am now. But it is, uh, it is something to think about. If you have a gym membership, any of you guys out there, if you have a gym membership, let me know. Do you use the shower facilities when you're at the gym? I don't want to hear about your high school exploits. I don't want to hear about, like, when you were on a travel baseball team and you and all your homeboys got in the shower and, uh, did the uh, did the soaping up and whatever. I don't want to hear about any of that. I just want to hear now. Now, as a grown adult, do you use the shower at the gym? Hit me up at Icy Robots on the tweet. You can go to Facebook.com backslash Icy Robots. But I go there less and less and less. Facebook, for whatever reason, has blocked IcyRobots.com. So I'm putting up some of my pictures. I'm putting them up some new content. But it all gets blocked because Facebook won't let me post it. So I spend more time on Twitter. You're going to have a better luck. Reaching me there. If you don't have a Twitter account, just go make one, dude. It's free. It's easy. It's fine. It's great. I I use it all the time, and I have a good uh, 
good experience with it as so far. I have no idea why someone on Facebook would report me and get me blocked. They said I was posting offensive content, and I have not posted an offensive thing in the entirety of my life. So if this was you, and you did it, haha. Jokes on your guy, I see robots, I guess. Jokes on me, but uh, all you've done is like kept the world from this fun content. Let's see, is there any anything else that I can talk about as far as like getting swole? We wanna we wanna work those biceps. I do the preacher curl machine when I need to do that, and I I do the overhead press. I do the uh I do the chest press machine. I don't so much lay on the bench and do the bench press. I have this fear of dropping the weight on my chest and dying, which I know is silly, and I know I got uh, my wife there to uh to spot me. She's one of the strongest women in the world. I'd feel definitely safe with her spotting me, but I, I don't know if I can get over the, uh, ignominity of having the bar drop on my chest, and I just get embarrassed. I think that would be, that would be horrible. My guy, Cool Kyle, would have to run the distance of the gym, pull it off my chest, like would ease, and he would look at me like, bro, you can't bench press two wagon wheels on each side. You can't pull the wagon yet, homie. You're lacking. Get on the creatine or whatever. That's how I feel like it would go down anyway. Probably just like he would save me and I would be happy. But uh, let's uh, let's get out of here. That's enough gym talk for one day. That's probably enough gym talk for one lifetime. But guess what? We're going to talk about it more. Go join the gym. Check your insurance. If you have an insurance program, check it. Because uh, we get our gym through the insurance and you might be able to do the same thing. They'd rather have you go to the gym and do some hanging and clanging and then come into the hospital and do some lying and dying, if you know what I mean. So, uh... Let's move forward. This has been, I think it's been fun. We've had a good time, right? My throat hurts. There is only one man who can strike fear in the hearts of the mutants. Only one man with the power to seize control of the tri-solar galaxy, no matter what it takes. Only the most powerful man in the universe, He-Man. This is the Mo2 Minute with the man who sold Kaldor the acid that burnt off his face. I see robots. Yeah, that's me. I'm that very guy who burnt off Kaldor's face with a vial of acid, turning him into Skeletor. I was I was soaking in the tub the other day. I was lounging. I had just gotten back from doing some uh, some lifting and dropping of things, and I, I I was hurting, so I was soaking in the tub. Right, I'm in there, and like I had this uh, I had this vision of like this toy line that came out a few years ago that I saw over at Target in the um in the collector toy area over in the electronics department. This was like, this was like this line by, I think it was Funko, and it was Motu size, you know, He-Man size action figures, but of like horror movie icons like Jason, Michael Myers, things like that, and you know, Freddy Krueger, those kind of guys. So I, I did a little eBay research, and I found out that these things are still out there, and it also led me down this rabbit hole of another action figure line that I saw at the time, a completely 1,000% discounted, which was this uh, DC Comics Motu knockoff style of action figure that was called, I'm pulling it out of here right now, they were called DC Primal Age, and the the line had Aquaman, Batman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, the Joker, King Shark, Mr. Freeze, and Scarecrow, all in like Motu style, like Batman has a cape and a sword and a shield, and Aquaman has his hook hand. These guys are dope. The exact same scale as Motu's, and I I completely discounted them, like 1,000% DC Primal Age. They also had vehicles, and I think they had a playset, and I didn't look at any of it. But I did go on the eBay when I got out of the tub, and I poked around to see, like, how much some of these figures go for, and the DC Primal Age ones go for nothing. 
The one that I have in my hand right here I got for $7.99 shipped. And this is one of the ones I actually wanted. I think that like the crown jewel of the whole set is the Batman. They have a blue and gray Batman and also a black Batman. If I'm thinking correctly, the black and gray Batman sells for the most alongside the Mr. Freeze variant where he's like, he's like crystalline, like he's see-through. Speaking of Mr. Freeze, he's the guy I got. So let's get the, uh, let's get the Arthur Fonzarelli brand Switchblade and bust into him because I've been waiting for this for a while. It got like caught up in the mail. It's coming from Ohio. Shout out to the Sausagetarian. Shout out to Eric Persil. It was coming from Ohio and it just like, I don't know. It got caught up in the mail, something fierce. I got to let me cut it this way. I don't want to, um, it is like this hard plastic. I don't want to hurt myself with the switch. So let me wiggle this under here. Once I get one side off, I'll just pull the other side off. Let me close the blade. See how easily I can get Mr. Freeze out of here. Mr. Freeze is blue. His, uh, forearms have crystalline attachments on it as he has a crystal in the center of his chest around his chest harness. And he also comes with a few different weapons. He has four accessories all together. He has a helmet. Let's put that on. It's see-through. That looks fantastic. He has a sword. It's like an icicle blade. His arm came off. His arms, they're just like the Motu. They're all kind of interchangeable. This plastic is a bit rigid. And it was hard to get the blade in there. But I got it in there. And it holds very well once it's in and then he has a claw like the scary icy claw hand similar to that one that one skeletor variant where he can swing his claws around he has that and then he also has a shield i like the uh i like the shield it's square it's like frozen ice looking kind of thing very cool on a hot day like today i can pretend like i'm mr freeze freezing up on everyone he's dope dude this is a good figure i completely completely slept on this line when they came out i'm not even kidding and if any of the other figures are the same quality as this one i'm gonna get him he's great skeletor needs some reinforcement so skeletor's team could have mr freeze king shark the joker and the scarecrow i've seen the scarecrow he looks pretty good then he-man squad can have aquaman batman green lantern and wonder woman these are dynamite these are reminiscent of when i would uh go with my mom or go with my grandpa to thrifties or longs, and they would sell, like, Galaxy Warriors, or, like, these various action figures by Sun Gold that were, like, looking like Hulk Hogan, but, like, a primal Hulk Hogan. I would sometimes be able to get one of those, and these guys were always in the scale of the actual, factual He-Mans, and in that sense, they were almost as cool as a He-Man. I'm not even kidding. Some of these guys, there was, like, these Galaxy Warriors or Galactic Warriors. I'm not sure which it was, but they had, like, these animal heads that were dynamite. I am into, a, uh, I am into Motu knockoff something fierce. Let's take his... Let's take his sword out and put on his claw hand. That's that's pretty scary. I wonder if there's a way that you could get the, the claw and the blade in the same hand. Looks like on the package, he goes claw hand and also sword at the same time for like double scratching intensity. That's great. His helmet fits on pretty well. Overall, man, this cost me $7.99, new in the package. The guy had like eight or nine of them. You could probably go find one right now on the on the eBay. I think the next one I'm going to get will be the Batman. I think that's great. If When I was back in the day, when I was back in the day and I was playing with my He-Mans, if they would have told me that there was like a DC Comics He-Man that I could get like Batman 
to go in there and fight with these guys, I would be I would be ecstatic. These guys have one, two, three, four, five articulation points. They're not like the new uh, He-Man retro uh, actions or whatever. These are like the old school He-Mans with only like shoulders and hips and head. He can turn his head around. But the the detailing is really great. His belt looks like it's dripping icicles. Great. His claw is super scary. It looks like it's carved out of ice. His uh, chest piece is spiky with like a a blue crystal in the middle. And he has like a uh, like an ice dagger, a nice sword. He's going to be a healthy addition to Skeletor's crew. Was there like an icy guy in Skeletor's crew? Not that I can think of offhand. Maybe in like the Motu Classics or the uh, continuation of the lines. Let's go down the order of these that I'm going to get. I'm going to get Batman. Then I'll probably flip-flop and get a bad guy. That'll probably be the Scarecrow. And then I'll get uh, Green Lantern. Then maybe I'll get King Shark. And then I will get Aquaman. I'd probably get, I'd get the Wonder Woman last. Not that I have anything against her, but uh, she's very reminiscent of Tila. Which I guess isn't really that cool because you could say that all these figures are reminiscent of He-Man. And you don't reject them. I'm going to get up out of here before I dig myself too deep into the hole. We're going to get to the final segment of the show in one sec. I'm here at one with nature, clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I've forgotten what it's like to lose. This is the world's famous IC Robots show. All righty, tidy whitey, we're about to get up out of here. We're already at the limit of what the server can handle as far as show length, but I didn't didn't want to leave you guys without the messages from your animal spirit guide for the week. It's very important to get guidance from our animal friends. Let's uh, let's see what we got here. I got the cards. These are all mushed up in a different order. This week we are infused with the spirit of the walrus, and it says. Remain vigilant about the current situation. Pay attention to signs and omens and let them dictate your choices. That is always important, dudes. You gotta pay attention to your surroundings. You gotta be smart, like me. Like me right now, for example, I live in Northern California. This time of year, we're always at risk for a wildfire. So I'm keeping my head on a swivel right now and making sure to keep the brushes low the bushes low, you know, and things like that. Just being on guard just in case. And wherever it is that you live, you get some kind of a disaster. Everybody gets one. They're always around. There's always something going on. You got to keep your head on a swiv just in case. Remain vigilant about the current situation when you're out and about on the streets, when you're out there walking around at night after coming back from like a janky bar loaded on cheap booze. Make sure to keep your head on a swivel because someone is going to jump you and they're going to take your paycheck and your wife is going to throw you out. You're going to wind up sleeping on a couch in the street. It's going to be terrible. So if you uh, would have remained vigilant like the walrus in the first place, you would not be in this situation. So walrus power all week. Make sure to get your Pooptronics brand food cubes available at the Wawa or the store over down by the school. Those are those are uh, neither nutritious nor delicious, but you want to choose some right now. They're made from uh, computer lint. But um, we're going to head up out of here. It's been great, dude. Make sure to check out Gino Vega's show, the Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcast. He's been doing some really cool episodes lately, man. Guy is on a roll. Also... Carlos, check out Carlos Perone over at GeekFest Rants. He's been doing some great stuff as well. He did a episode about laser discs a couple weeks ago that I thought was just just dynamite. He did one talking about some He-Man figures the week before that that was dynamite. We're trying to get some 
some classic Geek Fest rants blast from the past up there on the feed. So far, I think that there are two of them. The first one was about uh, 12 back Star Wars figures. That's the that's the first set of Star Wars figs when there were 12 pictures of action figures on the back. Hence, 12 backs. And then we got one up there about uh, Logan's Run. The fantastic movie, Logan's Run. Carlos has such a deep... Such a rich catalog of shows, and we're going to get some of these up there for you guys to check out. For those of you who haven't gone through all the back episodes, over at geekfestrants.com, you can find those there. Get ahead of the curve. Listen to them, and then listen to them again when they're on the feed as classic blasts from the past. But at any rate, this is me, Icy Robots, signing off. I'm going to head for the hill. Still don't have a fancy Nancy just say no, any kind of sign-off. So until we meet again, my friends, I'm going to say... Take it easy. Spirit of the Walrus, take care of yourself. All right, um, man, bring an organ. And you know I got to have that. Some people, some people, some people, some people, some people listen for history. Some people listen because they want a mystery. Some people listen, then say we're whack. But if they miss the show, they get the heart attack. Now look at you, you're sitting there, biting your lip. The whole world sees you as a hypocrite. Slick blow. This has been I See Robots Radio production. I See Robots Radio is a listener supported in day car. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week.